You're listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast. Be sure to click that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts for all up-to-date episodes of TTH. Now, here's Rob and Nick. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number 35 with Robert Schlatter and Nick Bravlos. Nick, we are at the complete season end of the 2017-2018 season basketball is complete college basketball and nba is now complete for our first season of talking true hoops your reaction to the golden state warriors finishing the sweep you know our first full season of the podcast how you feeling about it yeah no surprise from the beginning we could possibly predicted that golden state would have came on top against cleveland and you know what it did so that's just how predictable the uh NBA is right now in this modern day you know no surprises Rob nothing really yeah nothing really big people believe that the uh the Warriors could have um or people believe that the Cavaliers could have stole a game from the Warriors based off you know LeBron James's greatness but clearly at game four you could just see he was gassed game three they kind of made it a competition a little bit at home, but it, it just wasn't meant to be in the end. Blast Brothers, yep. <laughs> Cavaliers, nope. We won, yeah. They suck, yeah. We here, yeah. They not, nope. And Golden State gets a gets a sweep, and uh, KD wins the MVP. Is back to back MVP awards for for Kevin Durant. They win their third championship in the past four seasons. And the big question has got to be, how long can this dynasty last? How long do you think that this can last for the Golden State Warriors? I mean, it lasts until the players leave, you know? Because we know Steph Curry's locked up, but, you know, Durant ultimately holds all the cards. He could leave whenever he wants because he's signing those one-year deals as well. But I don't think he will leave. Klay Thompson, on the other hand, I feel like he could take his talent somewhere else for more money eventually. So we'll see how far they go. Yeah, I think the big, uh, obviously Kevin Durant is the big, um, the guy that, you know, made the big free agent move. He's the the, the highly publicized free agent guy there. He, he signs the one-year deals. He can leave, you know, at the drop of a hat technically with his, his how he signs. But I think the big key is Clay Thompson not wanting to sign an extension, and he's going to go into free agency. I believe he makes around $18 million a year. And even though Clay, and you know, it, it, if you're looking at the kind of guys that would, you know, you know, you'd prefer to have Steph Curry or Kevin Durant in most eyes. But and, and if you look at Clay Thompson and Draymond out of those four, if you were to kind of be okay with one of them leaving, it's either Clay or Draymond. So I think that there's going to be a team next summer that can throw a lot of money at Clay. And it could be the point in which that they this this dynasty that was thought to have been you know five championships six championships could it could finally kind of be broken up like that because we know in, just in general in sports people are like oh this team think about I the one that comes to mind recently or recent is um, the Seattle Seahawks in football when they won that first championship against the Denver Broncos everyone's like. This team is going to be around forever, the the Legion of Boom. In sports, dynasties can be short-lived, even though with the expectations people have. So I think, especially with Clay, 
a team can throw a lot of money. People are thinking like the Lakers. He's a he's a guy from Los Angeles, so and his dad yep. played there, so people can kind of see maybe the Lakers throwing a lot of money at him, especially in the free agency coming up. So, Rob, yeah, go ahead. I would say that the uh, dynasty goes as long as you know they stay healthy because they've had fortunate, you know, fortunately no injuries throughout the playoffs. In my opinion, like major injuries went down the stretch in the championship for Cleveland, so. You know they they've managed to stay healthy. You know they Chris Paul got hurt in the series before. That was very entertaining. We'll see what Houston does to try to get over the hump first them. But you know Dynasty is going to last until either injuries or people get greedy and move on. Hello, I like money. Yeah, I think um too Kevin Durant obviously is a free agent, but he's he kind of gives you the vibe that he's he's back in for. He's back in for a, a one-year deal, or he's gonna kind of continue along with the Golden State Warriors. I don't really see him wanting to to jump ship just yet, but you know it's a possibility if uh, he's gonna explore his options. I think that he's gonna opt out. Obviously, you gotta explore your options, but I think that he's just gonna end up going back to Golden State, and they're gonna see how long they can let this last. But obviously, like I said before, the big kind of chip in the pie is gonna be is Clay Thompson going to leave next summer? Like that's the more um, realistic yeah. situation that someone can it, it could be broken up, but I, I you know I think it they got in my mind they have at least one more year to chase after another championship. Go get that three peat. Well, yeah, I could I could see where you're coming from. The only the reason why you know Kevin Durant's probably going to opt out is in case they have to sign other people and then he'll he'll eventually resign, but. Let's say he opts out and he has the the only, you know, option I see of him leaving Golden State is if there's a possibility of him teaming up with LeBron in the summer somewhere else. Yeah, I think uh if LeBron can kinda you know, make That's crazy. It's crazy, uh, but like it is kinda crazy. I mean LeBron could be very persuasive <laughs> with just looking at how how great he is. But I don't think I think that a reporter, I believe proposed that question to him and asked, you know, if LeBron were to do something free agency, we all know that he's going to opt out and likely, you know, well, I don't want to say likely, we'll get into that, but, you know, if he does leave, that's a good option to play with for with Kevin Durant, but I think KD is kind of like, why do I got, I'm already beating him down right now for the past two seasons, I don't really got to, you know, why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's true. So, um, I, I don't really see that as a real, but he, he's going to explore his possibilities. He's got options, you know. Whatever we do in life, we like to explore our options when they're when they're when it's on the table. So, like I mentioned, we're going to move on. Golden State Warriors won the championship, but the big, the big, I mean, this is going to be it's going to be the summer of King James for 2018, and it's just going to be constant LeBron news, LeBron talk. Will you do shut up? And we're just going to establish it right here because I, I just can't stand the, the constant speculations, the changing stories, everything like that. We're just going to go ahead and jump into who we think that LeBron James will eventually sign with in the offseason, you know, all the, the options that he has. So basically any team in the NBA is up for LeBron James with how great he is. I mean, the fact that it was even rumored that the Golden State Warriors were in play, that just tells you that. He can go anywhere. So, obviously, he could re-sign with the Cavs. It's rumored that the Rockets 
could uh, possibly go after him. Uh, the, the big market teams, Los Angeles Lakers, also the Clippers, uh, the Knicks, uh, San Antonio, the Warriors, uh, Boston Celtics, which was kind of a surprise. That was like one team that I didn't really see him or see the them having uh, the, the teams, being the Celtics, having kind of interest in getting him, especially with Kyrie there. Um, and then the Sixers, and then we have some dark horse candidates. But we'll 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 start with the teams I just listed. Nick, who do you think out of those teams that I said, if he were to leave and not re-sign with the Cavs, where do you think he'll go? So, you know, the, the, I think his best option, you know, based off rosters, would probably be either the Houston Rockets or the L, or, or the Philadelphia Sixers. But Houston's in the West, and I feel like that might be one of those you know, points like he could, you know, get easier games in the East. So the Sixers, in my opinion, would probably be his number one option to leave Cleveland. I don't think he wants to leave Cleveland. I think he wants to see what Cleveland does and tries to put better pieces around him and then decide if he could stay at Cleveland. So I put Cleveland at one, and then I put Philly at two, and then L.A. at three because he uh, lives in L.A. in the off season, and, you know, you know, LeBron's a businessman, and he knows that, his his growth is tremendous, probably in L.A. or either in New York. But New York would need to do a lot, a lot to try to persuade King James to come to the Garden. And you know that that's possibly you know the options that I see. The Spurs, they they need to clear up some cap space and and figure it out. But they would be a very very fun team to watch with LeBron and Popovich. And that's that's basically it, Rob. So. <clears throat> Initially, if you guys listened to the podcast before, I was kind of high on him going to the Sixers, especially with the hype around Joel Embiid, uh, the process, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, everything, all the all those players. But you know, as we headed into the off season, as I watched the finals, I, you know, I said that before he wasn't, he didn't want the smoke of uh, the Western Conference, but I think that if he's got to, if he's got to play. If he's got to play the Warriors eventually, he may as well play him in the Western Conference Finals. Um, so I really like, but here here are my top three options. I've actually, at this point, I've kind of pushed the Sixers out of my top three. So okay. this is this is why. I think that the top three options, not in any specific order, because I think they're all on the table, and I don't think, you know, you can't really judge off, you know, oh, he's going to go here by a higher percentage, this this one, whatever. Um, I think it's going to be between the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Cavs. So my reason, I'll start with the Cavs. Cleveland, this is for you. The reason I think that he wants to stay with the Cavs, even though this team is garbage, if you've looked at the history just in this past season of how well, whether or not the moves have worked out or not, they have been able to overturn the roster for him with a snap of a finger. So who's not to say that this offseason they can't just overturn the whole the whole roster and can make an ability to make it easier on him? And, you know, the option, you know, free agents, you know, Paul George may not, you know they're gonna to have to throw a lot of money at him, but we got to remember that they have the the number eight pick. But an interesting thing that I actually heard on one of the one of the networks, I think it was ESPN. Jalen Rose said because uh, Chris Paul recently opted out of his contract or is planning on opting out of his contract unless they uh, throw him the the big two hundred five million for five years. And I don't think the Rockets are gonna to want to do that. They're gonna probably want to go towards a three year deal. 
So who's not to say that if Chris Paul opts out and he, because Chris Paul's always Chris Paul's a very smart businessman, I will say, even though he's kind of a, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of him. He's very smart, and he could look at it and be like, "Hey, okay, if you guys aren't going to pay me the money I want to stay here and you know try it for another you know one or two years in in Houston, I could just opt out and end up going to Cleveland and sign with my my banana uh, boat brother LeBron, and I could go play there. So there, there's a lot of situations that could that could possibly happen for Cleveland, and they've and like I said, they've been able to make things work really quickly with the Isaiah Thomas getting rid of Jay Crowder." like that and getting all the players from the Lakers and, and, you know, trading away uh, Dwayne Wade really quick. So they've, they've had their front off. Colby Altman's got to get a lot of credit for just, you know, being with LeBron and, and, you know, doing what he wants for him. So from that, although the big issue I think LeBron still has with that organization, obviously is that the talent hasn't really worked out so far in the past year, but Dan Gilbert is still the owner. So yeah, that's the only problem. Yeah. Is that uh, Chris Paul? You know, he he he'll get more money if he stays with Houston because he was on that roster previously. So I don't I don't know. Like, you know, he'll probably get you know ten ten mil more probably. You know, so it, it's a, it's a, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game with Chris Paul. Yeah, I think yeah, he's he's very smart. Uh, player for on the business side and he like that when when that deal went down with Los Angeles and Houston I was like wow like that's pretty smart he must have he's got he's got something in his bag always so um, but I um, the other option being the San Antonio Spurs I think San Antonio is definitely in play because obviously they have to sort out sort out the situation with Kawhi but if I'm LeBron and I'm looking at it I'm saying I can finally play with a head coach that knows how to coach a team and can coach the other players around me while I don't have to do all the coaching because who's the best who's the best coach that LeBron's ever played for Mike Spol or um Eric Spolstra he now Eric Spolstra is a very good coach but at that time I didn't I kind of saw him still in the shadow of Pat Riley a little bit and was kind of still being run by Pat and now I got to give Eric Spolstra, full credit, the way that he's had that Miami team. I don't want to downgrade his ability at all. But at the time, I still felt like that was kind of a run by LeBron and Dwayne Wade and kind of run by the stars. And now that he can go, and, you know, in Cleveland, he was coached by Mike Brown, who's not, you know, a terrible coach, but he's not. None of these guys are Greg Popovich. So I think that if if I'm LeBron, I'm saying this guy's going to have me in contention with, you know, whoever's on the roster is going to have me with complete contention with the Golden State Warriors whether or not I'm in the you know I'm in the Western Conference who cares I'm I'm playing with two really good players Kawhi Leonard a superstar and I think LaMarcus Aldridge especially this past season stepped up huge and showed why he can be a really good third option I think you that that big three and then you got guys like DeJounte Murray that could step in there um and, you know I think Pal Gasol so some veterans on that roster I think that would be a really good landing spot for LeBron I don't know their money situation and their cap but um, well, they definitely have room for another max player because they only have Kawhi Leonard's not on the super max yet. Yeah, Marcus Aldridge exactly too. He signed before the, the bargaining agreement, the TV agreement. But yeah, th- Rob, I agree with you. That would be very fun to watch. I think the the more you know, LeBron would probably enjoy getting days off. It, you know, Popovich <laughs> will give him any day off and just write old down like he used to do with Tim Duncan. But you know. That'd be that'd be. I'd love to see LeBron in a Spurs uniform, you know. But 
you got to get a lot of defense out of LeBron to play for Greg Popovich. That is true. LeBron will have to do more on the defensive end if he is playing for Greg Popovich. So um, those are those are like the highly publicized um, options for LeBron. Um, you know, everyone's kind of hyping up the Lakers too much for me. I think that the Los Angeles, well, you put them in your top three. I just, I, I don't see, even though if he paired with a, with a, a second, uh, yeah, with like a, a really other good superstar, I don't, that, that roster is just too young and too raw for me that I'm like, that I, I wouldn't want to, I, why would I jump from in the Eastern conference where I'm just beating up on teams and can single-handedly go to the finals? If I can trust in that whatever team I go into in the East is going to be able to revamp the roster, you know, why would I want to take chances with a young, with a, and especially with LeVar Ball there? I wouldn't want to have all that, that media attention. I think LeBron's had enough of that in his, uh, I think he's just focused on winning, and I think that those options are better. But I really think he could, people are going to say, oh, no, he's definitely gone. Don't be surprised if he just resigns with the Cavs. And, and people downplay also the fact that, you know, the family aspect and him staying in Cleveland and being a part of that community, that's a big factor. And I think LeBron has really um, cemented his legacy there. And I think that he wants to keep it, you know, although, you know, winning is winning a championship is a part of the equation. So is that. So it's got to be taken into consideration. Dark horse candidates. We're going to go, I think uh, Miami going back to Miami. Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach bringing the heat. Uh. Would be something interesting. I mean, I think having Pat Riley in the front office, I don't know how that they would mend that relationship, but I think that uh, he would definitely do a good job at surrounding him, and obviously it's still in the Eastern Conference. This one is maybe far-fetched. Milwaukee, what do you think? I mean, Giannis trying to recruit him, right? I, I mean, everyone's trying to recruit him. I saw Anthony I'd Davis out there. In Milwaukee. Love, I mean, everybody in Milwaukee is long and athletic, so get LeBron James in there, and he'll make stuff happen also. That that's exactly what I was thinking. They got a young athletic team that can clearly just you know support him well. Um, you know, take take a you know in transition, LeBron will have to do as much, and I think it'll you know maybe extend his career a little longer if he went to Milwaukee. But obviously, he'll probably sign a one year deal or something. Um, and then our la- my, the last one, I think that would obviously it depends on what Demarcus Cousins does, but um, New Orleans, I think that would be a, another kind of interesting spot in the Western Conference, but I don't, you know, I think there's better options in the West for him to to actually go to, so I don't another, I, uh Another dark horse, Rob, I was reading today that uh, MJ and the Charlotte Hornets are looking for goats, so they <laughs> might go hard after LeBron James, I doubt it, but it's a dark horse. Hey, man, with LeBron out there in the, in the free agent market, Anything can happen. I think that him with uh, cardiac Kemba. Cardiac Kemba. I mean that that's not a bad duo, and the, and they got no. Dwight Howard there. Dwight, you know, everyone wants to knock Dwight. Dwight had a really good season last year, so you got to put some respect on his name. And with that, I think you know wherever LeBron ends up going, it, that team is obviously automatically in championship mode, championship contention. But I mean, we're so. What's your your final prediction for where he's going to go? My final prediction as of right now, I still think he's going to go to um, – he's going to stay in the land, Cleveland Cavaliers. I See, you stole my prediction. I think he's staying. I don't 
the, all the who I mean, it'll be great for basketball to see where you know a new a new face in the NBA Finals. But I mean, or you know, technically a new a new team, not a new face, because LeBron is going to be there. But I think that uh, yeah, I think he's going to stay in Cleveland, man. I, you know, everyone wants to hype it up. But I think that some they're gonna work something out, and and everyone's got to remember they have that big chip being that top ten pick. So we got to see what they do with that before the yeah, draft Brooklyn or during. The... <laughs> shout shout out Brooklyn for 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 giving them that pick. But yeah, I think he's gonna stay stay in Cleveland. But you know the the next uh, how many weeks? It probably he when did he? I think he signed with Cleveland again, or he made that big announcement again in Sports Illustrated, like. I think like well, July eighth. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying like July eighth, and and free agency starts on July first. So it'll probably be like a month, and well, a month. We're probably a month away from LeBron's decision, and it's gonna just be a month of sports coverage of just where's he gonna go? There's gonna be yep. new stories out here. He's you know maybe he'll go play in Europe or I don't know. Just BS stories that are gonna just you know convolute the whole sports out sports media outlets and it's going to be crazy so that that we're just going to put that out there from from uh talking true hoops that we both think that he's going to stay in cleveland and we're going to keep it that way and enough with the you know we're not going to you know bombard you with with crazy rumors so moving on to our free throw segment uh brian colangelo resigns as the team president but basically he got fired I think I think it was like there was a bunch of different reports saying that he was resigned, fired. Doesn't matter, he's gone. For the obviously the Twitter burner accounts, your reaction, Nick? I mean, he had to go. He had to go. That was probably that was probably you know the right decision for Philadelphia and for himself to resign. Now for Philly moving forward, do they bring back Sam Hankey because he process, he built that team? And and he up. and he wrote the the um like the code or whatever. There was yeah, like he, rumors that he rumors rumors. I, hey man, I'm the more I looked into the story, I was saying I was like I think that that's true. I mean, you just look I at like it. Like Sam Hankey though. You don't like Sam Hankey? I do. He's one of those guys I, I like. I mean, you it's know, clear mind. for as much as people want to criticize him, i.e. Stephen A. Smith. Stay off the weed who's out there saying, oh, the process is a joke. You can't tank and you can't do this, and it's the fake process. The real process is in Boston. Hey, man, you know, Philly's where they're at right now, and you can't complain about it. They're yeah. probably going to be in the playoffs for the next, you know, at least five years, I'm thinking, with the roster that they have. So it clearly, and then, it clearly worked out. Yeah, and Rob, another guy would be, you know, former Cleveland Cavaliers general manager, uh, David Griffin. Hmm. That, well, you're thinking that, that oh, that he's going to step in as team president? As, yeah, he could possibly take over. They, you know, Philadelphia gives him that position because, you know, LeBron James is a fan of his. Mm. Maybe that, you know, maybe that tilts the tilts LeBron's wagon that way. I, it, it is clearly possible. Um, another one, uh, sticking with LeBron again, because it's just going to be the, the summer of LeBron, summer 18. LeBron reveals after game one. He was so frustrated that he punched a whiteboard with his right hand, and he had basically been playing with a broken hand for the next three games. So my initial reaction was like, dude, why do you got to say this? Just can't you go into the offseason and just keep it hush-hush? But, I mean, 
if he had even when at any point in which he said it of the series he'd probably be criticized so you know i mean i wish that he kind of just kept it under wraps especially because people are gonna be like oh is lebron finally breaking down it's like no that was self-inflicted so it wasn't like an accident but i don't know i thought it was a throwback for me when i was thinking about it of the when the knicks were playing in a series against miami and uh Amari Stoudemire got so frustrated after a tough loss to Miami that he punched a fire hydrant and <laughs> broke his hand, but he still was in there. Lacerations, lacerations. I mean, yeah, and I think Marcus Smart did it earlier in uh, the year too, or like later in the year, heading into the postseason, and he like broke his hand with the. Was it that he punched a a picture frame or something? Who, uh, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he, there's a lot, a lot of self-inflicted injuries. It seems like, and the King finally had one. And this is like, this has got to be like the first official injury that you could put on the injury report for him because the, the guy is just a, an iron man. He just doesn't get hurt. In his 15th season, I, I think he's only had like a couple, like he hasn't missed any games. So this is something, and he played through it in the finals. So, and there was a picture of him comparing the two hands. The thing was absolutely just massive, just blown up with just you know swelling. So. Must yeah, and you could one. tell, and you you know you could tell he was off shooting the ball, and you know I saw something and it was said like LeBron's shooting percentage in the first game, and then in comparison to the second, his like average distance from the hoop in the last three games was like within like seven feet. So it just shows, he, you know, he couldn't shoot the ball with no right hand. Yeah. So, um, our last free throw we got. Um, the Celtics are scared that Kyrie may leave, and uh, former Cavaliers teammates voiced that he has shown a desire to play for the New York Knicks. Um, you know, Kyrie, I mean, the news that the Celtics may be interested in interview or not, well, sitting, not interviewing, because no interview for LeBron James is needed, sitting down with LeBron James and possibly getting him to come to, to, to Boston. We knew that Kyrie wanted to, to, to leave LeBron so he could be separate and be his own superstar. So this is, even though I think it's to be not really true, and I think it's kind of just BS news, I, I mean, with Kyrie's personality and what's gone on in his track history of him wanting to be the guy, and, you know, the news that the Celtics are always in, um, you know, plans to possibly trade picks, trade young players for big stars, I mean, I can kind of see it as being possible. Now, the Knicks as an option. I mean, he's from he's from New Jersey, so that's probably I, – I don't know if he grew up rooting for the Knicks, but, I mean, as a Knicks fan and just as an outsider, I always have to take it with caution when, when you know, Knicks are going after free agents. And I think that it's just like, oh, by the time Kyrie gets to the Knicks, he'll probably be in, completely injury-prone and just on his he's last already legs. In- exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's already injury-prone, so – I don't know. I mean, Knicks fans are going to drool at it. Be like, oh, my God, Kyrie Irving to the Knicks in the garden. It's like, yeah, let's be, let's slow our rolls with Kyrie. He's shown a little bit of injury trouble. So, I mean, Kyrie's a great player when healthy, don't get me wrong. But, you know, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit on, you know, he, he's got he's got at least, what, one or two more years with Boston? Well, yeah, he's, he'd be a free agent, I think, in two years. But overall, I think every team, every player – in the NBA is like tempted to leave their team if they see a better option to win a championship. But his best option is to win a championship in Boston. And let's say he 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 you know he accomplishes that within the next few years. I don't think there's a chance that he leaves he leaves Boston. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, Danny Ainge is a wizard, and he just gets. They things. got Terry. They got Terry Rozier still, so they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, Terry Rozier instead of Kyrie Irving. Well, so they'll maybe they'll rock with that. I don't know, but I mean, Terry, Terry. Uh, yeah, I was getting Boston Celtics fans really upset and getting Knicks fans really excited. But I mean, it was a part of the news. We'll have to see what happens. But Kyrie, I want to see Kyrie come back and play with Boston. I want to see Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, possibly that that deep bench with Rozier and. And Jalen and Jason Tatum. I want to see the, I want to see them all play together, and get to. The, and even though you know, I hate the Celtics, and we both hate the Celtics. I, I, it was fun basketball to watch seeing them. So I'd, I'd like to see how they, how they do together with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. So that'll be fun and interesting to watch next year. So yep. that is it for this episode of the podcast. Um, obviously, the season is over for the NBA, but we know that. NBA never sleeps, even in the summer. So we got the NBA draft coming up on the 21st. Uh, players, the date for the players to opt in and opt out of contracts, that being, you know, LeBron James, Chris Paul, um, Kevin Durant, all those big guys, big names, is the 28th. And we got free agency on July 1st. So we're going to, in the next week or so, we're going to, before the draft, we're going to have a, a special um, NBA draft podcast kind of stuff on YouTube and um, on, on iTunes, obviously, so keep a lookout for that. Um, so it's going to be really exciting, Nick. Any any kind of big uh, news for the people before we head off? Yeah, so, you know, summertime, no basketball, but basketball never sleeps. You know, in the summer, Hoodie Mellow comes out. We got the Julies, we got everything, you know, getting us ready for next year. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, as always, follow us at Talking Drew Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and our YouTube stream. So, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, and keep out, keep a lookout for our draft special in the coming weeks. You've been listening to the Talking Through Hoops podcast with Nick Parabolos and Robert Schlatter. Make sure to follow our social media at Talking Through Hoops. And click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts for more TTH content.